What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. That's right, it's Thursday night, it's beer show night right here on 1500 ESPN. You can find us online at 1500ESPN.com and also available on Podcast One. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers, Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. He will be back with us again next week, we hope. And we're going to start off the, uh, the episode with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. They have been, along with Mike Fratelloni, uh, uh, been with us since day one, and we couldn't be more happy to continue that relationship here. And uh, Tom is here with Elevated uh, this evening. Uh, folks, if you're not familiar with Elevated, uh, well, obviously you haven't been listening to this show, but shame on you. They own the best <laughs> bottle shops in the Twin Cities in uh, South Minneapolis at the corner of Hiawatha and 42nd Street and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake, Tom. And uh, I know you guys personally take a lot of pride in in both of those stores. And I was just in there Last night on my way home after I had dinner with some friends and uh, your staff, honest to God, it was hectic. It was busy. Mm-hmm. I had a question and a guy, I, I, I forgive me because I don't remember what, <laughs> what his name was. He was chock full, arms full and went, oh yeah, here, let me walk you over. And I'm like, no, you can just tell me where it is. I'll go find it. But seriously, you guys, your staff is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You know, we definitely pride ourselves in, in, on creating kind of that team atmosphere and um and it's it's kind of a fun place to work. We we you know have a lot of folks that are in different positions, whether they're trying to build a a career or continue a career with us, or if they're doing some part time stuff, transition, maybe whatever, yep. making some beer money or, or going to school or whatever. The 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 thing all is we kind of get along and and uh, have a little bit of fun, but um, you know we're serious about about the craft so that i think that comes through and that's the feedback we've gotten that's what we've tried to kind of continue and when you walk into your store you know obviously i'm much more familiar with your south minneapolis location because it's convenient for me leaving sure. either leaving work or or whatever than it is going up to white bear lake but we, you know when i walk into your store it's it's a vibe of it's kind of a vibe of ease and, and comfort and and the fact that i know i'm not going to be kind of talked to mm-hmm. like in in a beer snobbish kind of way because i even though i do this show on a weekly basis and have met a lot of great craft brewers and 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 people that own these own these breweries i still am an idiot when it comes to you know what what i might be in the mood for sure. or what i might be looking for or if i'm buying for somebody else yeah i mean it's not everybody's job to know exactly you know everything about what's going on in this beer scene it's it's been uh, a crazy ride, you know, to to kind of see the growth locally and all the different styles that have continued to come out and and what's happening seasonally all the time. So, you know, we'll take care of that part and uh, just get you something nice to drink. So let me ask you before we get to our featured guest, you know, summer obviously is crazy beer time for you guys. At yeah, Elevated. you know, they, it got warm and the sun came out a little bit and all of a sudden we were starting to run around. So it's are you guys are you guys starting to kind of hit the wall of like <laughs> consistent crazy business and maybe looking forward to fall or is it just no let's power through because we only get so many of these days throughout the course yeah, of the year in minnesota yeah. i mean it, it 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 kind of crescendos with with the fourth of july but yeah just like i said you know when the weather's good everyone's 
you know, heading outside in this, in this state, you know, so we're going to, yeah. we were going to pack in a, a six pack or, or do some grilling outside. So we're seeing a lot of uh, folks coming through and we're happy about that. But uh, cool. even still, yeah, we have a little bit of a, a, a lull to kind of take care of some things and I'm working on some stuff behind the scenes that uh, will be exciting coming you know, into the third and fourth quarter here. All right, so I mentioned the featured guest, and one of the things that we do every single week is we highlight a a different brewery, and we have for over five years now in this segment called the Weekly Beer Run, and uh, a guest that's been on the show uh, before, but one that maybe people in this market may have either either heard of or seen their label and are more curious about. Yeah, we've been working with the big unit here for... <laughs> I didn't clear that joke with them. It's Randy Johnson from Uinta Brewing. You did not just drop a big unit joke on the poor guest. <laughs> He's probably already nervous about being on the radio. He's probably been and you got to break the ice with that crap. Good. How yeah. many times have you heard that, Randy, by quite, the way? Quite a few. All right. I was the, I was the big unit until... Uh, until I started working at Uenta, now now I'm the big Uenta. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I got that nickname day one on the That's job. That's fantastic. Well, yep. welcome to the show, man. Appreciate thank you, it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, first time for me, uh, second time here uh, for Uenta Brewing. So, so Uenta yeah. is out of Salt Lake City. I had to ask you that before the break, because again, I've been to Elevated. I've seen your guys' logo. I know I've had your beer before, but I was unfamiliar with where home base was for you guys. Yes, yeah, we've been brewing beer uh, out west, uh, hometown salt lake city uh we've been doing it for 25 years now out uh, out in utah all right i'm going to ask the really stupid question which i know you're going to get a lot but being that you're in the state of utah what 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 difference would that be given so much of it is a is a dry state and and for distribution purposes as it would be if you were out of you know excelsior somewhere here in the in the state of minnesota yeah it's probably the most common question we get uh brewing in a in a non-friendly um beer state or alcohol state but uh, actually, the the brewing laws are very lenient in the state of Utah. It just comes to um, when we sell the beer, we have a four percent um, law still in effect in the state of Utah, kind of like we did uh, here in Minnesota on Sunday sales. So our draft laws: every beer that you get at a restaurant or bar on draft has to be four percent. Um, not huh. saying that you can't get over four percent beer in our state. You just have to order that beer in a can or a bottle. Um, so the bottle lists at uh, restaurants and bars go much more in depth than uh, these big tap systems and towers that you see when you walk into a restaurant here in the Minneapolis Twin Cities metro area. That's so interesting. Tap different. line is just four percent. Interesting. Four percent. Yep. Interesting. You know, a lot of a lot of the local craft kind of restaurants or accounts, you know, pride themselves on having like 20, 30, 50 taps. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of a, a hallmark for, you know, a good uh, craft bar. I mean, the Gnome, what do they got? Like 50 probably. Oh, yeah. Sure. <clears throat> um, so yeah, that's an, an interesting difference. Now there's a couple things that come to mind right away for me. I mean, you have a different format with the larger bottles that Mike always talks about where you're like, Oh, this is a, f- you know, a barrel aged bottle. That's a, a dinner event beer. And then you also have, you know, cans, which protect the beer really well. Um, but also, on the other hand, you know, people are able to do one-off kegs. So it's, you know, I think it's a, that's interesting. I, I had no idea that it was that different. And yep. So basically, yeah, we're, we're two breweries in one. Um, we have our 4% beers that we brew for our, our home state. Um, we sell about 50% of our overall sales right in 
uh, Utah and mainly Salt Lake City. But uh, then we do a bunch of higher ABV beers that we do keg uh, and do limited six-barrel kegs that you can find uh, in other states uh, across the country. All right. So, uh, Randy, by the way, Randy Johnson with Uinta Brewing is here with us on the Beer Show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, part of the weekly beer run. So I was gonna just I was just going to ask you about that. How much does that then change production as you look at growth? So, in other words, you were mentioning 50% of your entire production is right there in the state in the state of Utah. So do you have to be cognizant of the fact that you can only you allocate so much of it towards the state and so much of it towards, you know, uh, exporting it throughout the rest of the US? Yes, yeah, uh first off, uh we want to keep our distribution partners happy in our home state and all our our, of course, our yeah. drinkers yep. uh, that are local to uh, to us and have been drinking Uenta for 20 plus years. As we grow, yeah, it's uh, we do allocate specific beers, uh, and when it comes to limited stuff per state uh, or per distribution partner, we try and make it as fair as possible to get it available all across the country. But yeah, depending on where you live, um, it will be allocated some of that stuff. But most our core brand stuff, it's as much as uh, we need for that market or what the consumer is drinking and wanting for that time of year. So it's it's all coming it's coming together. It's clicking in my mind here because the the one of their flagship beers is called the Hop Nosh or not the Hop Nosh. It's Hop Nosh IPA. And I'm actually just about to sample the tangerine version. I see the uh, color of that. That looks amazing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, great aroma. But it's like 7.5%. So that's the... The tangerine one is. It's the, Well, they all Oh, are. I'm sorry. Yeah, they all, all the hopnoshes. We yeah. do regular hopnosh, tangerine hopnosh, and our grapefruit hopnosh. You know, I can smell it now, too. It really does have a great aroma to it. You yep. know, it packs a punch. It's like the deal where, you know, they're... they're, uh, they're Stuck with four percent in in Utah, so they got to go wild on there. Yeah, well, get out of my head. You know what I was sitting here thinking while while Randy was breaking it down was so this is the rare case where people are going out of state to go get the beer to bring it back in state <laughs> because it's a higher ABV. But but again, you said you could get it in the can. Yeah, you can get in, in the state. can. And then we have we have fifty state ran liquor stores in our uh, the state of Utah. So if you want to get higher ABV beer, you're uh, more than welcome to uh, pick it up at the the local store. Now there's not uh, great. Tons of bottle shops like Elevated right. uh, in the state of Utah. Where is there? Right, yeah, they're they're pretty much look. Uh, uh, there's no sales, none of that. You walk into the the state ran liquor store, they're all look the same, and uh, you buy them all all bottles uh, or all beer by bottle and can. There is no cases. It's all broken down into individual units. So, oh wait, what? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so you can't go in and buy a case. So of what beer. is it? You have to build a case of beer. As many as you can carry. <laughs> yeah, so you're spending forty eight dollars on a. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, are you it's, serious? It's expensive to drink in Utah. No kidding. You know, I, you know I've never been. I've, I've I I almost went when the Olympics was there in oh two. Yeah, and not just because I was a kid and I had a connection, but I didn't make it because I had you know ten cents in my checking account. I was just out of college. Yeah. Um, but I've always wanted. That's a place I've always wanted to go just because it's so picturesque and beautiful in certain parts of that state. But that's amazing. So you can't even buy. A case of beer, you have to actually physically put it all together yourself. Yeah, it's all sold by the unit. Um, it's crazy. I I didn't get it the first time I walked into the the state ran liquor store, but it's the way they do it. And um, since you bring up the Olympics, uh, that was a huge reason um, moving forward with all our our local. Uh, 
beer loss and alcohol loss of getting rid of some of the stuff from in the past that people experienced in Utah um, when they visited in the 70s and 80s. But when the Olympics came to town, um, we got rid of uh, a lot of things, one being those social clubs or those those clubs that people uh, where you have to get sponsored to to be a member to come in, you can't just walk. You couldn't just walk into a bar, or restaurant. A local had to sign you uh, sign you in. What? Yeah. So uh, you that's you can't, crazy. You, that's not around anymore. But that was a what? yeah. It was a part of Utah. That law lot. changed in 02 because of the Olympics. Yeah, but right before the Olympics. You're the, kidding me. And I'm I'm pretty sure it all came down to the Olympic Committee that, um, when they chose Park City and Salt Lake City as uh, the host uh, state and and city the the local government had to change some of the laws because the olympics is pretty much the biggest party in the world well, so they weren't going mean, to come to a dry part i dry can't part. believe that someone didn't have the foresight ahead of time to go say we have the chance to make quite a bit of money if we just yeah. you know tweak a law or two here yeah. my god and there's tax tax it and then we'll make a ton of money. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is amazing. Uh, you went to Brewing, the, uh, the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings this weekend, Friday up in White Bear Lake from 5 to 7, and Saturday in Minneapolis from 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, Tom mentioned the uh, the flagship brand. Tell me the name of that one again, the flagship brand? Hopnosh. Hopnosh. So you yeah. have varying, varying uh, styles of Hopnosh, I'm guessing? And yeah. Let me just jump in. Oh, go In ahead, Minnesota... Tom. You can buy these in six packs and twelve packs. Just want to let <laughs> you don't have to know. put it all together. <laughs> you don't have to build them when you go over to Elevated. In we'll fact, s- we got the six packs on a special this month for six ninety nine. It's crazy value. That's cool. That's cool. I was saying before, Hopnosh, ton of hops. The higher ABV, still really smooth, and I, I, I'll let Randy talk about that brand. But it's really kind of. Developed with two, how many? Two, three, four different versions. We have three right now. Um, started with Hopnosh, uh, became our flagship brand. Back to the whole Utah thing. We have two flagships. Everyone asks why would a brewery have two flagships? Well, it's hard to have a flagship brand over four percent in your home state <laughs> when you can't pour it on draft. Right. So we have a pale ale called Cutthroat, and okay. our, um, that is our flagship in Utah. And then here. Um, Outside of Utah, Hopnosh, uh, we've been brewing that, I think, for about eight years now. And ever since we've been brewing that beer, um, it's been our flagship. It really uh, has been um, well accepted across the country. And even in, in Utah, a lot of people drink it, just drinking it out of the can and bottle. That's really cool. You know, uh, please take this next statement as a total compliment, okay? Uh, Randy, from you, uh, you went to Brewing Company here. So I just took a, a, a smell of, of Tom's uh, tangerine hopnosh while he wasn't looking, by the way. <laughs> it's all my- It has the exact <laughs> characteristics just from aroma as one of my favorite beers, which is Citradelic by New Belgium. Yeah. yeah. My God, that's and that's one of my favorite beers. So I, I have to imagine it's it's right up there, too, which I haven't had yet. Um, but, but my God, that's, that's a, that's a great beer to emulate. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, when Citradelic came out, uh, Hopnosh Tangerine came out around the same time. There wasn't a lot cool. of breweries, um, playing with the Tangerine citrus fruit. You've seen a lot of grapefruit and other things, which um, is a perfect, uh, uh, is it a character A note is it's, it's such a perfect quality to, to associate with an IPA. Definitely. Yeah. Get a nice, uh, I say the the citrus just complements the hop, uh, and the hop complements the citrus. You you get that nice hop forward, uh, bright 
hop flavor or characteristic that you get in hop nosh and then you just get a nice subtle tangerine uh on the backside so it doesn't over sweeten the beer just nice and refreshing for a, yeah. a hot summer day yeah i was just gonna say like it just makes it a little bit more drinkable especially when it's warm out it's just refreshing uh that's really nice and and just like you said yeah the the citrus fruit plays really nice with the hops so uh it 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 makes a lot of sense and and it's it's cool to kind of see that uh, that beer develop into these couple different varieties. Randy, is this a year-round beer? This is a year-round beer, yeah. Okay. It originally came out uh, as a summer seasonal. It's done so well for us. It's and then when you try to take it off the shelves, years, people right? went insane. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where is this? Right. And because it's be, uh, so popular in the citrus category and IPAs has is, is, uh, become so huge, we then uh, since then launched the grapefruit version, um, and that came out uh, this past fall. So this is the first summer uh, with grapefruit and that beer has been doing great for us as well. That's really cool. And yeah, I mean, it's it has that, like you said, that citrus quality to it, which, yeah, of course you're going to drink it when it's 90 degrees outside. But for me personally, I'll drink Citradelic or now I'll drink this one. I'll drink it year round. You know, it, I, I will change my flavor a bit too, but I mean, sometimes I just want a citrus yeah, IPA. Yeah, you got your yeah. go-tos and I mean, definitely can have a six pack of this in the in the or cooler or, or, or fridge, you mm-hmm. know, certainly all summer long. But, yeah, I mean, I have, you know, you, you have your IPAs that you kind of go back to and uh, you try different things, but you, it's nice to have some standbys, especially, you know, at the you value so again. Mean, cracking I these just, beers I, open in front of me. By I, the wa- way. <laughs> I want to, uh, you know, just reiterate it. In six ninety nine six pack here, you can pay twice that. That's crazy. Yeah, you're you're hundred percent right. Um, and so it it's nice to kind of be able to bring that value, uh, with a brewery this size, or you know, with us working, um, on a special here. And uh, so we're excited about that. We're gonna move a lot of you into like we have been. All right, so uh, can I can I have you guys stick around for a little bit? Sure. Yeah. Is that cool? You guys you guys good on time? All right. It's nice in here. So as we mentioned, two <laughs> tastings uh, this weekend for the folks at Uinta Brewing at both elevated locations, folks. Friday in White Bear Lake from 5 to 7 p.m. Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. in the South Minneapolis location. If you're unfamiliar with these tastings, folks, it's a fantastic opportunity uh, for you to go into your store, into their stores, get what you want, but also get a chance to try some of this fantastic craft beer. And you get to try it for absolutely free. It's an absolute no-brainer, in my opinion, personally. In my humble opinion, personally. <laughs> uh, we're going to step aside for just a quick second. We'll be right back. You're in the middle of the weekly beer run, and you're in the middle of the beer show. How to like beer. You're tuned in to the beer show. Taste your beer, letting it wash over each section of your tongue. On 1500 ESPN. This is the beer show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN. Welcome back to the beer show right here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. I was vibing with that music. I know, man. He's awesome at picking tunes for the beer show. It always has been. Thanks, brother. Send me the link later. Uh, So we're here (laughs) hanging with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And uh, Randy from Uinta Brewing is also here in studio. Uh, As we mentioned, a double beer show featured tasting this Friday in White Bear Lake from 5 to 7 this Saturday at the Minneapolis store from 3 to 5. And you informed me, by the way, Randy... You guys are doing a cooler giveaway at the Saturday at the Saturday uh, spot. Yeah, we are. Um, don't have to necessarily be there um, on Saturday to put in for a raffle All ticket right. to win it. But we've been um, this summer. We've done a few things. We've given away um, every month. Elevateds 
done something, and we've actually done three Uenta giveaways. We did a Yeti cooler, then we gave away oh, a, like a, a big time cooler, yeah, big time. Oh cooler. wow. Traeger Smoker Grill, uh, any barbecuers out there, high-end uh, pellet smoker. And now we are giving away a very nice, um, more like a, a furniture-looking cooler for your deck made out of wood with the Uenta logo on it. And, oh, cool. Uh, bottle opener and towel holder yeah, on there for like you, too. Yeah, it's kind of like this sweet kind of distressed wood kind of wraps the whole unit so it kind of stands up and it's maybe those are so cool a little over kind of waist high where the the basin is where you can put all your stuff and you can put whatever in there if you put it by your grill and kind of have some beers in there and just kind of entertain from that and it's pretty sweet those are those are pretty sweet i have i have a neighbor that's got one not not a uinta one but has one that's very similar to that and i'm I'm very jealous. I'm like, I should just walk over there and steal it from him. He probably wouldn't even notice that it's gone. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm kidding, really nice. Dave. I'm not yeah. going to steal your cooler. I can't say that because he listens to the show. Um, that's that's awesome. So that's at the Minneapolis location on Saturday. Yes, you got cool. it. We'll be, yeah, uh, it's all right now. So if you stop by the store anytime oh, between now and then, register. Yeah, you can you can throw your name in. No purchase necessary for that. But uh, yeah, tell them Tom sent you on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> You can also get a, a, a the free tasting, so double whammy there. All right, so we briefly touched on, well, we kind of walked through the history uh, of you guys in Salt Lake City, but I, I want to find out more about your beer because as Tom keeps cracking these open, the aroma keeps filling into the uh, the beer show uh, studio. Randy got a bunch of cold yeah. beer. So Man, the table good. is covered in beer. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, I've had, I've had the Lime Pilsner here in front of me before. I know I have because it is outstanding. Yeah, that beer... Uh, turned out awesome so we uh we had a bunch of sales meetings uh, everyone rolls into the room and we made a small batch pilsner uh at the time well uh a few of our people on our marketing team would garnish it with a lime so kind of our brewing staff was like you know what we can just put we'll that just right, it right. Put it yeah. right in the liquid for you <laughs> and every time you crack that beer it's fresh lime uh and that beer was has been very well received last summer and this summer. There's a ton of people drinking. drinking so this is just Pilsner. strictly a summer Pilsner? We are brewing that year-round right now. Oh, you now. are? Yeah. Okay. Because it did so well last year. We put it into uh, a year-round uh, package. Well, I got to tell you, Chris, my favorite fruit for adding to beer is has been lately mango. And so they have a iteration of this beer now, too, that includes mango. Yeah, so the lime, since it did so well for us, we we put that in a year-round package. Well, we had to fill it with uh, with a summer seasonal, um, so we ended up coming out with the mango lime pilsner. I'm seeing this can right now. This and is so uh, that mango fruit just adds a touch of sweetness up front, uh, and then you get that nice lime tart on the backside, so it doesn't over-sweeten the beer or over-tart the beer. It just kind of ro- takes your uh, palate on a little bit of a roller coaster and uh, another great crushable beer for the summertime. All right, Randy Johnson, the big unit with Uinta Brewing, is here in studio with us, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. So, Randy, I'm looking at this can of Mango Lime Pilsner right now. Here's what I love about your beer and about about the can specifically. It's a great logo, great design. Obviously, you guys make great beer, but you've got the meters on here. The hops, the malt, the body, the color. So I, so as an idiot <laughs> dump, like me, can go into the store and I can you. go, all right, here's what I'm in the mood for, and I can check the meter <laughs> as far as how hoppy it's going to be, how malty it's going to be. But seriously, that's important because sometimes I might say, oh, I've heard about this beer, but I want a little bit more information, and I don't want to bug people at Elevated every mm. every eight seconds, even though I, I do that anyway. But but that's cool. Yeah, that's we really cool. Do that on our cans and on our boxes. Um, 
we've been doing that for a couple of years now, and it's just a great way for people maybe that they, they don't drink a lot of craft beer or they're just getting into it. And even the people that do drink a lot of craft beer, uh, it's just yeah. it works for everyone. Just a quick fax uh, to see if it's in your wheelhouse, if it's something that you're going to you're going to enjoy. Yeah. And I know uh, w- with the mango, are we? Uh, w- how lo- how long has the mango lime been in existence? Forgive me if you've mentioned that already. This is the first summer with oh, mango really? lime. Yeah. Okay. First time, um, and uh, just like the lime, it's been uh, been doing well. The overall lime pilsner family has, or the pilsner family, we call it, has grown um, with the mango. Obviously. It, a uh, little bit less sales with the lime just because of the the mango now, but the whole, the overall family has grown a ton. So let me ask you, what what led to mango just becoming? Was it was it a popularity of of other mango flavors that you've seen in the marketplace? And I only ask that because our friends over Chris, at Lift I already told you it's yeah. my favorite fruit additive. I know, but I was I was getting to a grander point, Tom. Yeah. It's called setting the stage in the uh, radio biz. Oh, forgive me. So our, turn, our, my, turn my mic off. No, no, I can't. We got a half hour to fill. Um so our friends over at Liftbridge did the did the mango IPA, which I'm sure that you are familiar with, and it they did it as a very limited release and people revolted. They were they went nuts because it was basically gone uh before people could get to it. And I thought, well, wow, that's that's so they what did they? What did they say, Tom? Uh, when they came in in studio, I think they said they tripled the production of it oh my God. for this last summer, which has met not met demand, but at least you know appeased more people uh, that that wanted to get their that that beer. But that's the only other one I that for me that I that that comes to mind uh, with, with the mango flavor. So I'm glad you guys decided to do this because it's going to do really really well. Yeah, man, the mango fruit kind of seems to be like the hot summer fruit for for this year. And there's been a few breweries out there. Liftbridge being one of the local guys that that are doing it, and uh, I've had Mango Cart, which is uh, like a, a mango goza, yeah. good stuff. But uh, yeah, kind of the grapefruit had its heyday, and there's still a lot of grapefruit drinkers out there. But I feel like the mango is kind of the hot the hot fruit. What do you attribute right that to? Just out of curiosity, I don't know. We've they've brewed with every other every yeah. other fruit, so now they're like, I guess mangoes. I don't know. Mangoes but. the in thing for <laughs> yeah, right now until we find something else. Well, good on you. So this is is this going to be a seasonal or is this going to be a year round? That's our summer seasonal. Okay, so you'll you'll see it around um, till probably till the end of August, maybe a little bit into September. We won't be taking any more shipments into into Minnesota. But uh, there is some package uh, out in the marketplace so right now. So get to elevated this weekend. Get to elevated, yes. <laughs> taste it free, and then uh, grab a six pack for six ninety nine and uh, put in a raffle ticket for that. Yeah. Cooler. So here's the deal: it's a pain to like peel a mango. Like you got to go to a specialty store to buy a mango. <laughs> then you got to peel it. It's a mess. The core is bad. Like it's it's tough to get into. Trust me, I've played around with mangoes. It's much easier just to grab a can of Uinta and enjoy it that way. You know, that's bold advice. Kids, <laughs> if you're gathered around the radio, no, I'm kidding. Vi- I'm get, your get, your fruit and, get your fruit and beer. <laughs> Don't actually eat the fruit. All right, so let's walk through, uh, Randy, let's walk through these other beers that I'm seeing in front of me. Tom mentioned during that last commercial break that one of these uh, might be new to the marketplace, but I am interested in some of the other beers um, that, that have been featured at Elevated throughout the course of this last year. Yeah, well, I'm going to crack this one here. This is from uh, our limited series. This is our uh, pomegranate sour. Oh, boy. This is uh, our new series. We used to call it the Crooked Line. I guess it still kind of is, but it's like our theme series now. So it's our limited uh, 
beers that we actually put in six pack cans. We used to do the 750 ml bottles, the big bottles, mm-hmm. and then the 22 ounce bombers. Um, those I think I have a few of those in my cellar. If I probably recall. probably do, yeah. <laughs> uh, those formats have slowed down a little bit, so yeah. we decided to put our limited beers in uh, in a six pack now. And this is the first one. Um, a lot of people liked uh, birthday suit, which was one of our sours that we did every year for our brewery's anniversary. And so this is basically that beer um, that we just have now in a six-pack there for you with a little bit of pomegranate. Is this the only sour that you guys do at Uinta Brewing? Right now, yes. Okay. This is the only one that we have available uh, in Minnesota. And is, is is a sour one that you guys have done before and that you've kind of come back to? Because, And the only reason I ask is, and I always bring this up when sour becomes part of the conversation, is that the sour beer, as you guys both know very well, is a very polarizing beer. People are usually either all in or they're all out when it comes to sour beers, even though the sour beer itself has really evolved over the last couple of years. Yeah, definitely. Um, we, we've done a lot with sour beers in the past, um, with Birthday Suit being probably our, our most famous um, or well-known sour. And every year we did it with a different different fruit, um, plum, raspberry, cherry, all kinds of fun different uh, variants. And then uh, this year, yeah, we got the pomegranate. Um, call it the, the Crimson Tart is uh, the limited <laughs> release of, uh, of this beer. It's nice and refreshing. What's nice about Uent is whatever style of beer we end up making, we don't go over the top with it. We make it really uh, drinkable and sessionable. So it is it's sour, it is tart, but it, it it starts off tart, but it mellows out on you, and it's it, it's very, very drinkable. Yeah, that's the thing for me, too. You know, you get kind of, uh, you're worried about, am I going to like this, you know, 750, you're a little intimidated or whatever, with this and a six-pack, can open one up. You could try a single in our uh, build your own single section. You can come to the tasting and try it. I just like that the format's a little bit more approachable, you know. And then you know, once you try it and realize it's so tasty, you got five more uh, in the pack, and th- and that's nice because you know it's for me. It's like, oh, do I have you know a friend or is my wife wanting to drink a little <laughs> bit if I'm going to open up the 750 of sour? No, I can just grab a can right. and have one for myself. Yeah, and this, one, this one's 8%, so it's probably good it's just, <laughs> just, just in a can. Because <laughs> it doesn't drink like it's 8%. No, I, not at all. Wow. So, Randy, I did get a text from a, a good friend of mine who listens to the show all the time and is a big-time beer fan. His name is Kenny, and he said, The thing I love about Uinta Beer is when I drink their beer, it's cool, it's refreshing, and it doesn't feel like I had Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Is that the target with you guys at yeah. Uinta? Drink more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but in in all honesty, you know, I think Mike and I bring this up routinely on this show, and it's that there's nothing wrong with a really great double IPA, a porter, or whatever. And that they're great. I drink them. I like Mm -hmm. them. But but there is that sense of my God, I have one, and I feel like I have to take a nap just because of that heavy, full feeling. And some guys or some gals, that's their thing. That's what they like to drink. But for me personally, especially this time of the year. I want to drink something that's a bit lighter, but I don't want the ABV to drop, and I don't want the hoppiness to drop or anything like that, but that's the kind of style of beer that I'm after, these, the, especially this time of the year. Yeah, and uh, I think that's one thing that Uinta does really well. We uh, we make really good drinkable beers, but we don't um, 
lack on the quality of the liquid. It's still there. It's still really good, good beer, but uh, it's not over the top uh, on hoppiness or tartness or whatever style it may be. It just is a is a very good uh, style that's drinkable in the category and uh, of style of beer that we decided to make um, for that. So. Yeah, I agree. It's not Thanksgiving dinner. Oh my God, we, we, we've flown through both these segments. Are you guys good? You yeah. want to hang? Yeah, yeah I'll hang. Sure. Yeah. Okay, very I, cool. Yeah. Uh, you went to brewing the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of our friends uh, from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. I mentioned this earlier, but folks, uh, the double f- beer show featured tasting again uh, this weekend, Friday in White Bear Lake. Uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. and Saturday at the Minneapolis store in South Minneapolis at the corner of 42nd Hiawatha from 3 to 5 p.m. And by and before then, by the way, go register to win that cool Uinta Brewing Cooler that will be on site and available, and you do not need to be present to win, as we learned at the beginning of this segment. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment and come back and wrap things up. You're listening to The Beer Show live on 1500 ESPN. Beer, beer, beer. This is The Beer Show. The most wonderful drink in the world, ESPN. It's the Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN. Manny Hill at the controls, as always. He does a fantastic job. This is Reavers. Mike Fratelloni will be back with us again next week. And we're talking with our buddies from Uinta Brewing Company, Randy Johnson, here in studio with us. You know, Randy, uh, we've been sitting here BSing for 45 minutes, and we haven't gotten to a single damn thing on your list that's in front of you right I took now. Notes. It's the first time here. <laughs> Came in prepared. I literally asked him, you know, being a being a proper host, I said, So is there anything else on your list you wanted to get to? And he said, Yeah, everything. Any, anything <laughs> on your list. Talked about it. Any item you want to yeah. get to. So we did talk about basically the history kind of of Salt Lake City and the and, and state laws in Utah, but we haven't really dissected the history of Uinta Brewing, which I'm also fascinated with. Yeah, we uh we were so uh, wanted to talk local laws and then drink beer. So, um, yeah, I wanted to just do a little history history on Uenta. Um, been brewing uh, since nineteen ninety three. So we just cele- celebrated twenty five years uh, of wow. brewing beer. That's awesome. So we were very excited about that. Had a huge party at our brewery, uh, live music, and had a had a good time. Had a lot of people out and. Uh, so a huge milestone for us and uh, in craft beer because we were around kind of before that huge craft beer boom hit. So mm-hmm. we kind of that helped us ride that wave to becoming the 37th largest craft brewery currently in the country. You're kidding me, 37th? Yeah. Holy so what's, cow! What's the footprint now? What, how many states? I know you have 10 states that you have to deal with. Well, how many Seven, states but we'll is... say ten. We'll say ten. They just gave me <laughs> Chicago. So because I, his bosses are listening, it's time yeah. for contract renegotiation. <laughs> <Hey, Joe. laughs> but how many? How how far and wide is does Uinta go? So uh, Uinta right now is pretty much in almost every state in the country. Uh, we're just wow. missing a few holes. We got uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, West Virginia, and Alaska to get to. Otherwise, uh, coming for you. We distribute in every state in in the country. That's um, awesome. And everyone asks, like, why? Why'd you go to Hawaii? I was like, I don't know. I don't make those calls because the bosses like, want to go yeah. there to go distribute. Can I get Absolutely, that my, can I get that in my territory. That'd be great. But um, are there any breweries in Hawaii? I would imagine that yes, there are a, a, a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple. There's few. Okay. Anyway, yeah. that doesn't matter. Who cares? We're talking about you into brewing. Well, yeah. No. So we're we're basically uh, our footprint covers pretty much the whole U.S. Um, 
which is uh, which is crazy. We we've grown so fast these last uh, last five years with this this craft beer movement. Um, and yeah, we're the 37th largest craft brewery. Which a lot of people, uh, if they haven't heard of us, they they find that surprising. Um, they might be like, oh, I haven't heard of you. Did you guys just start? Are you guys a mom <laughs> right. and pop shop? It's yeah. like, well, we're actually. Uh, uh, if you travel west, we're uh, we're very popular, and uh, we sell a lot of beer out in those mountain markets. Oh, I bet, yep. I bet, and well, and, and again, there's a lot of people, uh, regardless of where you go, that are going to be locally, not locally uh, uh, fixated on. But but to be honest, I mean, everything is. I'm trying to find the proper way to say this without without it sounding insulting. But if you make a quality, here's a here's a better That's way right. to put it. If you make something great, and honest to God, I mean, I I can't tell you how, the feedback I'm getting from people that lo- that love your beer more than I normally would get from a, from a guest on the show. But if you make a quality product and you place it in whatever, whether it's a state like the the, the state of Utah or even a competitive market like here in the Twin Cities, people are going to find your beer and people are going to want to and want to enjoy your beer regardless of where it's originally from. Yep. Yeah. And- and that's what we were, we go back to is just uh, having good liquid. You know, we that's how Uenta was started, um, just brewing good quality beer and let the beer talk for itself. And people will find find good beer. And uh, it's definitely been shown because we uh, we're basically across the country now, and people are drinking Uenta all over the place. But I want to talk a little bit more about the brewery because um, uh, we are the thirty seventh largest, but. Uh, Will, our founder, started uh, this brewery in a like a machine shop or a garage uh, back in 1993. Wow! Uh, moved to Utah because he he loved the outdoors and he was a huge outdoor enthusiast. And Utah is arguably the best place to to be if you if you love to mountain bike, hike, and do all that other other stuff. Uh, started with a 15 barrel system. Um, as we grew, so did uh, or the brewery grew, so did our uh, our foundation. We built a brewery. A um, couple years after that, upgraded to a forty barrel system, which we still have in our in our house. Um, it is in our main that's system. That's your pilot now. Yeah, it's our pilot now. We do all our limited <laughs> stuff on quaint, that. Let the our brewing forty barrel. Yeah, our brewing staff play with that guy, and uh, now we have a hundred and forty barrel system uh, that we brought in from Germany that we have in our in our brewery now, and uh, we can brew up to uh, three hundred thousand barrels at max capacity wow. now with our with our new system. Holy so, cow! Three hundred thousand. Yeah. They started at fifteen, Chris. Fifteen barrel system. Yeah. So we do. Is uh, that trajectory? I don't mean to interrupt, yeah, but no. is that trajectory in twenty five years? That's <laughs> three. Well, that we seems do, like a lot more than right, than yeah, the no, normal growth. Fast growth. We don't brew three hundred thousand barrels right now. That's what we can get up to with the system oh, that okay. we have. Okay. We're just shy of a hundred thousand. Um, at the 37th spot, we uh, are brewing about in the 90s, 96, 97,000 barrels uh, this past year. So, so how conscious do you have to be to not get too big while maintaining quality, you know, uh, and you and you want to remain loyal to the people? Like As you were mentioning in the first segment, you want to remain loyal to the people that, that basically got you where you are today, too, at the same time. Exactly, yeah. You want to you wanna grow and you want to get to the markets and... and because the people, the demand, they want your beer, but you don't want to sacrifice quality uh, of the product for sure, and you want to keep uh, the people that have been drinking it happy too. So there are some growing pains, you know. You got to learn as you go, but uh, so far so good with Uenta, you know, uh, with with our footprint now and our system that we have, we have the capability to do that uh, with our tanks. You know, we can hold. I think it's like 
11 Olympic sized swimming pools of liquid at one time. <laughs> wow. So we definitely have a lot of liquid uh, at the brewery uh, at one given time. We uh, we are brewing beer fast and yeah. lots of it. It's it's got to be fun and exciting to be a part of a company like that too. I got to imagine. Yeah, it is. When I first started at Uenta three years ago, when they first cracked into the Minnesota market, uh, my territory was just Minnesota and Wisconsin. As the brewery grew, um, so did my territory and my role. I now cover uh, seven states, so I kind of just the upper no, Midwest. No, ten. Remember ten. Ten. Because yeah, the boss is listening. Seven I can name. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it's uh, it's fun. Um, get to travel and get to see other markets. You know, beer changes or varies from from state to state and city to city. Now, I grew up here in the in the Twin Cities, so. I know the the great craft beer scene we have here in the metro area, but going to uh, these other towns and seeing that their craft beer scene grow too, and there's there's good liquid now all over the place, which is awesome. That's really cool. And I mean, Tom, is it, I have to imagine too when I walk into either one of the elevated locations in South Minneapolis or in White Bear Lake that you get a lot of requests for the fine folks that you went to brewing. Yeah, you know what I I I myself try to like try everything and just be objective about stuff. But like I can get kind of snobby and I can drink the fifteen dollar IPA four packs and I you know, I just like Of course you can. You own a liquor yeah, store. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a, there's some perks to it. But but at the same time I'm drinking all these here. And it's just this is good beer. It's a good price. It's great value. You can't go wrong here. I I I'd encourage people that maybe like are like, oh I need the the local milkshake IPA or whatever, you know, the new trend is to, to, to give this a shot. I think you're going to like it. I think it's going to be easy on your pocketbook. And Will that milkshake IPA bring the boys to the yard? <laughs> <laughs> Typically. Okay. They, okay. They, I was going to say it, but I'm not going to say it. They, <laughs> they, they usually knock down my door and, and call on a phone 20 times a day when it gets delivered. But, right. uh, but yeah, no, that's what we're all about at Elevated. You know, we're 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 finding the good liquid. We're putting it out at the best value that we can. You know, if you want to find the hyper local, expensive beer, or you want to find some macro beer, you want a case of PBR, we got it for you. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to be that neighborhood store, but we're also really kind of cultivating our knowledge and 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 curating a set of of beer that you know hits all these different. Uh, you know, possibilities and, and angles and, and kind of different categories. So, uh, you know, we've been working with Randy for a while here now, and it's it's just been a a great partnership and, and we're excited about kind of continuing to grow with you, Uinta. That's awesome. Yeah. No one's asked me where the name comes from. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Randy, I have a question for you. (laughs) The Uinta Brewing Company out of Salt Lake City, uh, where does the where does the name originate from, sir? The Uinta Mountains are in northeastern Utah. Um, and Will, since he loved the outdoors so much, he named us after uh, a famous mountain range. And uh, the reason why it's it's famous um, is because it's the only east to west running mountain range in the lower forty eight. Interesting. Um, all their mountain ranges run north and south, so we sure. have the east to west compass as our logo. The Uintas, uh, a lot of backcountry stuff goes on, um, hiking, mountain biking, things like that. Um, 
and just overall, you know, good, fun outdoors. And then King's Peak, which is our highest elevation, Utah, um, highest mountain or summit, is just shy of 13,000 feet. I think if I'm correct on that, maybe it is just over 13,000 feet. But King's Peak is in the the Uintas as well. So uh, special to the people of Utah. No one knows how to pronounce it, but still special to people. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I never, I did not know that. that I'm going to head home tonight and Google the, the east to west you are mountains. so full of crap you are not gonna go home and research anything i almost said a cuss word on the air you're not gonna research anything you're gonna go home That's you're gonna go put on baseball you have the rocky mountains going north south and you went to just doing its own thing it's pretty raid cool my cooler take my beers pretty cool and go home all right yeah. randy you went to brewing company salt lake city uh, utah uh, you got about two minutes to empty out uh, your notebook here yeah. with anything else that the beer show host forgot to bring up uh, in these closing moments what else do we need to know about the fine product that you guys put out from you into Brewing Company, sir? Yeah, um, third year here in the Twin Cities. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, everyone has accepted us, and we appreciate everyone that's drinking and supporting Uenta out there. Uh, we have more beers to come. Um, our marketing team and brewing staff right now is talking about uh, great new things to come for next year. You'll you'll see us always brewing um, cool. and keeping up with with the latest trends and keep bringing uh, the Twin Cities and the metro area here some uh, fine liquid and beer. I just uh, offered up the the pomegranate uh, the pomegranate you intended. Really help me with the name again. Crimson, uh, Crimson Tart. Tart. Yeah. Uh, to a to a member of the of the staff here that was uh, off the clock and just had nothing but great things to say about it. So I'm I'm curious. Curious to, to try that one. Hopefully, you guys save me a can because you heathens have drank all of the beer in the studio. I'll go buy a six pack quick. Uh, but this weekend, folks, Friday in White Bear Lake from five to seven p.m. and this Saturday in Minneapolis from three to five p.m. You have the chance to sample you into Brewing's finest selection, and they make a good line of beer. I've, I've received a number of of uh, great comments via feedback from these people, and uh, I've got to imagine that no matter what you select, you're going to be able to enjoy yourself. And I know the tangerine, uh, the tangerine IPA, the hop nosh. IP Tangerine, tangerine yep. uh, is a great beer because, as I mentioned to you earlier, it really reminds me of one of my favorite beers, Citradelic, which I'm a big, big fan of, and I know that you guys do a, a fine job putting out that product. So check that out, and also uh, make sure you register for that cooler uh, at the Minneapolis store. We're in a free cooler. Going to do, do a quick shout-out to William and James. My kids are listening tonight. Nice. How are you guys doing? I'll be home soon. Don't be lying to them. <laughs> You're not I go right straight now. home after the show. Come I know on. you do. Hey, uh, Randy, seriously, that was awesome. Thanks for coming in, man. It was a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, I'll be back. It won't take uh, three years for oh, you to hop back on the show. Here. Uh, yeah. give, give that website for you into brewing again, by the way. That website. Yeah, you went to brewing.com. You can find us there. Um, all our beers, we have a beer locator. So. Uh, even in the metro area, you can go to our webpage and uh, click on Find Beer. You can find all liquor stores and bars and restaurants that are carrying all our stuff. Just go to Elevated. But, yeah, yeah, just do fine. that. But you can also go to Elevated, too. <laughs> That's for the bars and restaurants part. But we'll see you at Elevated on Friday and Saturday. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Appreciate yep. you. Thank appreciate you. you, Tom. And if you want more information, check out the beer show page at 1500ESPN.com. The Dan Levitard Show is up next. Until next Thursday night, cheers.